Mic check one two. How come you have me turned down? What? I don't have me turned down. Oh. That's exactly why. <laughs> <laughs> We've had this argument before. How you feel, man? I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I'm glad it's not you don't do like a YouTube video too. We start we started doing those and then I bought this shitty ass camera. Oh really? And I was like, this is worthless. I'm not gonna use this camera. So I just started using my, my cell phone. Uh -huh. But I mean that was just as bad. So I was yeah. like, yeah, fuck it, I'm not doing YouTube videos anymore. It's hard to sync the audio to the uh, video. Yeah. yeah. I've heard, I've, you know how you do it? You gotta do the clap. You do, do the you, clap? What do you mean? So whenever you're you start your video, you start your audio and then you you clap. So you can sync up the clap of the audio to the visual. <laughs> I'm serious. That's so like the, start the podcast with a clap? If well, on the video. So when you see the audio and you hear the clap, you can sync it up to the clap on the video. Yeah. So you could be like doing your stuff. I don't I don't know how that, any of that stuff works. I just, all the hunting stuff that I watch, <laughs> that's I like behind the scenes. That's what they'll do. They'll be like, they'll yeah. clap. And then that that makes way sense. The, you can, you can hear it and then sync it up to the actual like motions yeah. um so i was doing it and i would sync it up and uh all we do was just like the first few sentences that we were talking about and it would sync up the issue was like the first 10 minutes like it was tracking the mm -hmm. the voice and then after that it would go off uh, so i had to slow down the video no i had to speed up the the sound okay to catch up with the video yeah. And it had to be like exactly perfect for it to match up throughout the entire video. Mm. And the ones I was I was doing, I think the podcast was like two or three hours long. Yeah, it was oh. a long so I was one. like, fuck. Yeah. And it was eating up all my memory. I didn't have like a separate hard drive yeah, or nothing. Yeah. So I was like, nah, man, fuck this shit. Yeah. Just going back to audio, so much easier. It was a lot. Record this shit, post it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I used to edit all the shit too, but now I just like fucking post it as it goes. Yeah. Raw. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. So, uh, what do you want to talk about? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> so, what are your expectations for the podcast? Expe I don't know. Um, expectations? Uh, we're just gonna hang out, <laughs> talk. Do uh, you listen to a lot of podcasts? Stories? What's that? Do you listen to a lot of podcasts? I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got like, um, I don't know, probably like seven, seven or eight that I like subscribe to. Nice. Top one is Tell Me Something Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker. I got a sticker and everything. <laughs> Y'all got merch? Uh, I'll give you a pen at okay. the end. That's, nice. all, that's all I've had. Yeah. I was like, oh, a pen would be cool. Yeah. And then I, w I, pl I was planning on getting more stuff, but I was just like, oh, fuck it. I'll do it later. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot. Yeah. And, and then I always forget to give out the pens. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I've always, like, I've been interested because I'm like, because I, I listen to podcasts, mainly like the hunting stuff. And then like every once in a while, I'll listen to like a uh, motivational, like how to be better, stuff like that. So that's my shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's his um, prime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, I don't know. Most of the time I'll be like working in the garage. I'll have it playing. And then I'll start like with my saw, <laughs> you know, and then like I miss like, you know, parts of it. But I don't know. it's like. That's why you put in your AirPods, man. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you use, Apple? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got, I got. I just don't have. Uh, 
headphones, whatever. <laughs> I don't know what you call it. I, I pop, yeah, AirPods. AirPods. Air, yeah. AirPods. I, think, I think Kelly's got some, but yeah. yeah. Uh, you could use the ones with the wire, like a fucking yeah. heathen. Well, but then like I like to have my situational awareness, you know. Because <laughs> sometimes it's like dark and I'm out there and I'm like, I don't know, get paranoid. Some dude's going to like come up behind me. <laughs> That's a real fear, man. I mean, I feel that way all the time. Yeah. I used to work out in my garage at night, and I would open the door, mm. but then I get paranoid that somebody's like gonna like walk in on me and yeah, try to beat my ass or something. Yeah. <laughs> Just in the middle of your workout. Yeah. Yeah. That's the perfect time when they're tired, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, that's why I close the garage door now. Like I won't open it in the mornings when it's dark or oh, yeah. at night if I'm working out. Yeah. I just have it shut. Yeah. Yeah. It's I don't know. It's like. I don't know. Part of me wants to be like, oh, we li- we all live in nice neighborhoods and uh, like y'all are kind of like tucked away. Our house is kind of tucked away. So it's like, I don't know. I like to think that it's not, nothing will happen, but there's still that always like, yeah, you just never know, this would man. be the area to mm. go to. Yeah. Because it is tucked away, but yeah. It's know. true. I mean, it's relatively safe, but you just never know. Like, did you watch that documentary, The Night Stalker? Do you know about the Night Stalker? It's on Netflix. Uh, so it's about this serial killer who, uh, this happened in L.A. Okay. And this dude, he was pretty much homeless, uh, living out of a bus depot, a Greyhound bus depot. Oh, wow. And he would take the bus to just random spots in L.A. And he'd just start killing, mm. like at random. Oh, wow. Nice neighborhoods, poor neighborhoods, like old people, young people. Yeah. It it didn't matter. This right. dude was just like striking at random, yeah. and that's the shit I think about. Like, pfft. that's why I always tell you lock the doors. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's. Do you want to do your intro before you start this? Cause oh yeah, I guess. Uh, welcome everybody to the Tell Me Something podcast. I'm your host Cruz Robbie Villanueva, alongside my beautiful co-host Holly Nicole Villanueva. What's up, babes? Hi. <laughs> you didn't try to interrupt me. And then today we have a special guest, Doug McNeese. What up, man? Not much, man. (laughs) Excited to be here. Are you? Are you still really nervous? Um, it's a it's a good nervous. Okay. It's an excited nervous. Yeah. See, that's that's why we had the conversation going, man. Try to get out of that funk. Oh yeah. It's you. It's like that. Like first five minutes or so, it's just like, okay, we're talking on headsets, and then you get lost in the conversation. Next thing you know, it's an hour or two later. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're just weird, man. Then. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) no oh so how you're talking about how every once in a while you listen to motivational podcasts or or like whatever um so this one is tagged as a personal development podcast oh great (laughs) (laughs) so like i was telling you man bring the fire get these people motivated oh yeah learn them some shit yeah um I'm just kidding, man. There's no pressure. <laughs> I he's, just, like, he's like, uh. Yeah, if if you go think. back to a lot of the episodes, it's just a bunch of debauchery. Yeah. Debauchery? Debauchery. I don't know how you say it. Yeah. I don't use that word. Yeah. Well, because it's spelled with the C-H. Somewhere in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, it gets out of control sometimes. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, so I'll go back to you were locking the doors. I just don't think it's necessary to lock the doors if I'm at home and awake. So, <laughs> well, no. Like if we're from a small town, like too, if yeah. I 
go out. If we both walk out and I'm like, I'm going to go check the mail and he walks back in, he's going to lock the door. And I'm like, that's unnecessary. You know, I'm only going to be gone so for like two minutes. Let me, let me tell you why he does that. It's the, the man instinct to try to protect his family. Wow. I'm a man. I, he gets so mad because I never lock the door, so yeah. I just don't find it. And that's uh, like same thing. My uh, my wife, she'll she'll do that too sometimes where it's like, which I mean, I, I don't know. Part of me is like, again, growing up, I, I'm from a small town. So like we never had our doors locked. Um, same. And the more I think about it, it's like, okay, cool. You lock the door, but like e- windows are super easy to open. Yes. I mean, yeah, there's the audio sound or the audio of a window being broke, but um, yeah, if people wanted yeah. to get in, they'd get in somehow. Yeah, um, but why make it easier? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That That's my thing. Like, oh, obviously you can kick in a door um, and you can break a window or whatever, but I feel like if you lock the door, lock the windows, mm-hmm. you know, make sure everything's shut, um, it either slows them down or it gives yep. you a chance when you hear the noise. Yep. And I just, it's not in the forefront of my mind. Like if I get out of my car, it's not like I should lock my doors to my car while I'm at home. But I like, I get the car more because people will at random like walk mm-hmm. and just see like targets of opportunity for cars, especially in the middle of the night. But in the house, I get locking doors before you go to bed and stuff. Yeah. But example, like if the kids are with our family somewhere and it's just him and I at home, he'll lock the door, set the alarm, lock the bedroom door. And I'm like, this is unnecessary just so, to go to sleep. Uh, like, before so if you're we trying got to break together, into our house, don't. Yeah. Before we got together, like I would put shit in the doors, uh, like chairs or yeah. a bottle or something that would make noise or, or just slow them down. Just, I was yeah. paranoid, but still, Hey, remember when we were in El Paso, this was like 2011 and I had my apartment. We had, I think we just got engaged. But we were out of town, and we were living in Vegas at the time. And I lived right at those apartments right by uh, – you're familiar with Vegas, so. Yeah. Um, Santa Fe. Yeah, Santa Fe Station. Okay. You know where that's at? Yeah. Yeah. So I, there's some, like, apartments right next door to it. Uh-huh. And I lived in those, and uh, we were in El Paso, and then I get a call from the cops. I was like, what the fuck? They're like, hey, yeah, are you – cruise you know like do you live at this address i was like mm-hmm. yeah what the fuck's going on they're like somebody broke into your apartment yeah it's been like this for a couple of days i guess the neighbors just reported it yeah uh, yeah yeah vegas that was definitely a spot where you gotta have your stuff locked up <laughs> i 100 percent don't remember that happening you don't Mm-mm. remember we went back to the apartment so we were still in el paso for like two or three more days and then mm-hmm. we finally drove back that's got to be like gut wrenching, like knowing that your your stuff's just like it's weird. It's open. it's a fucked up feeling because we got back and my shit was locked up. They boarded up the window that he broke in through. Okay. And uh, and it was weird because nothing was missing. Oh really? They didn't steal anything. That's weird. It's it seemed like they tried to steal the television because it was just sitting. They took it off the the entertainment center and they put oh, it I on the ground. Oh. They're like fuck this, <laughs> and. Uh, and in my bedroom, the blanket was torn off the bed, and it was sliced in half. Interesting. And that's it. Like, other than that, nothing at, well, the broken window. Uh, you don't remember that? I don't. I remember the TV being in the floor, but I don't remember all the other things. Like, the, no, that's so it. But we didn't the, live together. No. You, so. Yeah. I mean, it was like later on, because we had just gotten engaged on that trip. Oh. So here's my thoughts. I don't remember. One, someone broke in. 
And they said, damn, this place is shitty. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing to steal here, man. The other one. <laughs> well, I did find like an extra 20 bucks there. So like, poor guy. <laughs> like, dude, you got you to gotta step this up. And the other one, like, like, I don't know. It sounds like I don't want to. I don't want to bring up anything if it's jealous. Ex. True. Yeah, it was like a crazy <laughs> ex-girlfriend. She's like, "This was our blanket." You yeah. know, like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have no ex-girlfriends in Vegas, man. Yeah. So no, because when we when you lived in those apartments, they had just been built. Like you were the first one to live there. Yeah. Mm. So, but it was still a crappy area. Yeah. Like, yeah it was like right in between. Yeah. You know? It was off rainbow. So well, that's like. Vegas was weird because you could be, you could have some nice houses and then like just one street over, you were like kind of like in a low income area and yeah. like, um, I don't know. It was, it was different. We lived off of, uh, we lived north of Craig up by North Fifth, Craig and oh. North Fifth by B- Buffalo Wild Wings. Okay. Um, right off the loop. And it was like. It was a nice area, but just like one street over, it was kind of like, meh. That was still pretty c- close to Nellis, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it took yeah. like 15 minutes to drive. Yeah, fuck that shit. Yeah. I just knew everybody told me just don't live near base. Oh, yeah. I was like, well, that's good advice almost for any, well, a- we any had, military we base. We had friends who lived at the apartments right outside of Nellis. Oh, really? Yeah. That's what the fuck were they thinking? Cheap, man. Yeah, super cheap. <laughs> super cheap. Yeah, I don't know. We had like house parties there and uh, never had any issues. I don't think they ever had anything broken into. But uh, yeah, one of my buddies who was living in that apartment, he went to the Walmart right there outside base at mm-hmm. like it was like eleven at night or something. Ooh, bad move. Yeah, yeah. It's closed down now. Oh yeah, I heard completely. Yeah. It's like boarded up. You can't go there. It closed like right before we left, didn't it? Mm-mm. No. No. It was still open when we left, but. Uh, like when I went there, TDY, it was all, all remember, closed up. I remember it closing down. I thought it did. Anyway, yeah. Like, when does a fucking Walmart close? Yeah. Never. Never. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so bad there that Walmart was like, no, fuck this. We're out. Yeah. <laughs> I remember one time, because I went there as a first-term airman. Mm-hmm. So I lived on Nellis and worked at Creech. Okay. Um, And we went one night, and there was this super nice, like, I don't know, sports type car it was super nice to 17 year old me and it was there and we went in and we came out and it was all on bricks and (laughs) i was like like what is happening (laughs) oh man yeah we used to i used to go there um i don't know you would see some like questionable people um (laughs) hanging out outside um i never had any issues one of the civilians i worked with he went there one night forget if it was like right before a christmas party or something he was buying like a bottle of liquor which let me like first time being out of texas and you can buy liquor like at hard walmart. alcohol at walmart <laughs> yeah i was like what in the world's going on here right because yep. like in texas you gotta there's a separate liquor store but i was like this is the best thing ever man. <laughs> One stop shop. Great. um and like you could buy it whenever you wanted to oh uh, yeah but yeah the dude went there to buy like some beer or alcohol or something and when he was there, there was a shootout. Mm-hmm. And so, like, he was, like, a couple hours late and everything. And Damn. Uh, to the party. And, yeah, the cops were questioning him and everything. But, yeah, that was some crazy times. And I really liked there. I think right behind it, there was this tattoo shop. 
and it had like a twenty dollars special, man. <laughs> no, <laughs> I was like so tempted to go get one. But I was oh, like, you never did? No. Uh, yeah, that's probably a good call, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Twenty bucks for a tattoo. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like they're luring you in, man. Yeah. Free candy. Free candy. <laughs> <laughs> Very gullible. So. Do you know they took that word out of the dictionary? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I learned that the other day. Oh, Almost man. had me. Yeah. I'm a pretty gullible person too. Yeah. <laughs> Who told you that? Uh, my boss. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, uh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, man. So, dude, um, since you're here, we'll talk about you. The reason I wanted you on here was because of your badass story from hunting in Alaska. Uh, but overall, so you're in the military, you're in the Air Force, we work together, you're an instructor, you've done cool shit in Alaska, Vegas, where else you been? Korea. Korea. Afghanistan. Afghanistan. So you've been all over the place, done some cool shit. Um, an avid hunter. Yeah. You're from Texas. Plus, Well, I, I want to caveat that. Um I I go on expensive camping trips. Right. <laughs> that means you never get to shoot shit. Yeah. Okay. Unless it's like charging me. But, uh, yeah. Now when a little I was bit up of in Alaska, yeah. When I was up in Alaska, I went on a lot of uh, a lot of camping trips. Um, I don't know. I I always I thought like game was you know animals were going to be everywhere up there, but Alaska is just so big, and then due to the climate. Um, there's only so many animals per like square mile or down here in Texas. Like there's so much brush and farmland and everything that de- deer, right? Deer, hogs, all the animals, they can like survive a lot of animals within a certain square mile or whatever. Yeah. Um, but up in Alaska, since everything's like the winters are rough and everything, it's, uh, I forgot what the actual deal is, but Yeah. It's, there's not that many animals as what people would think. So. Not many animals or like not many animals that you can hunt? No, you can hunt like everything up there. Um, like there's certain seasons um, and then there's certain – some animals you have to actually draw a tag. Yeah. Um, but then there's other animals where you just like register. You go online say, yeah, I want to go goat hunting. Um, in certain areas or you can get a general tag and they have areas that it's like open to whoever Um, so you can just go out there during the the hunting season Um, however those areas usually there's going to be more hunters more pressure on the animals so it's going to be a a difficult hunt Uh, pretty much all the hunts in Alaska whether you draw a tag or not is going to be a difficult hunt just because going back to the number of animals per square mile yeah Um, so you never got anything um, not a big game yeah so uh, we went caribou hunting a couple times I I thought it was a good idea to try to go bow hunting up there uh, because up uh, it's called the Hall Road, but it's also the Dalton Highway from Fairbanks up to, oh, geez, Barrow, uh, Prudhoe Bay up there, like the very tip top of Alaska. There's this road that they built the pipeline on back in the, I don't even know what year it was, but a long time ago, they built this road, and then that's where, like, the 
I don't know if it's the Ice Road Truckers or whatever, that TV oh, gotcha. show. Yeah. Um, they're driving on this road. It freezes over. They drive up there during the winter because they got to supply the pipeline, all the uh, the rigs and everything up there. Um, so within that hunting, on that road, five miles each side of the road, you can bow hunt. Hmm. If you go outside that five miles, you can use your rifle. Um, the issue with that, though, is like the the terrain up there is just, it's horrible. Um, so it's like the tundra. Um, there's these deals called tussocks. I think I'm saying that right. Tussocks, but it's like this ball of grass and you're either trying to step on it, which is from what I've heard, it's like a bowling ball uh, <laughs> that you're stepping on. You're going to slide off or a lot of broken ankle ankles. Yeah. And then if you try to step around them, your foot usually like will sink down a pretty good way because that tundra is like pretty spongy um but people go and kill caribou up there all the time um, so i was like well i drew this tag um let's see what is that the nelchina herd it's south in between like fairbanks and anchorage where i was stationed but um so i was like yeah i'll just go get one with my bow can't be that hard <laughs> and then uh when i was there we saw like maybe like five, five or six caribou. I think they were all like female uh, or young calves. Um, but I was like, I found, I saw one where I was trying to get a stalk on them. And I got within, I want to say I probably got like 30 yards from me or oh, I got within 30 yards of it. Um, but the wind, I could feel the wind on the back of my neck. So uh, that's the big thing. Yeah, that's the big thing with animals is like their smell is so good. Um, if they smell you, they're usually going to run away. Mm. So they could see you usually if like they see like motion or something, usually that'll spook them too. But as long as they don't smell you, you can try to stalk in on them. But uh, yeah, so I blew the stalk on that one. And then I tried going back. I had my rifle when I went back, but we didn't see anything then. So um, I had a moose, I had a moose tag on base. Um, on base yeah so j bear joint base joint base <coughs> elmendorf richardson's like huge um there's the army has most of it for training purposes yeah. but there's also like a couple lakes on there you can go fishing during the winter we'd go ice fishing out there um, which is pretty cool it was like i don't know it was very uh it was different but like you got these big augers right um to drill through the ice you would start drilling, you'd punch through and clear the hole out, and then you'd drop your line in there with, like, you could either use worms, little, like, pre-made dough bait or whatever. But as soon as it would hit the water, these lake trout would come and just, like, snag it. <laughs> that right? wasn't even fair. Yeah, so it was like, bam, you'd catch, I don't know, um, anywhere between, like, 8 to 10-inch trout. Yeah. They, weren't, they weren't huge, but it was, like, fun. Um but then if the fishing kind of dried up and you weren't getting any bites, you just take out the auger again and <laughs> just like start it up on the ice Yeah. and they would hear that and they'd like come over because oh, they knew shit. they were going to get fed. Oh, so it was like, I don't know. It was fun. I took my son out there when he was like a year and a half, two years old. He's probably two. Um, but yeah, he was like, ah. Yeah, that's badass. Yeah. Were you guys in a, in a shed or just out in the open? Uh, my buddy had a shed, but. It was, uh, as long as the wind's not blowing over there, it really wasn't that bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, 
we never really, because we always kind of went out in like a big group ish. So you can't you can't fit too many people in those sheds. But um, yeah, he had one. Yeah, I mean, I don't know shit about ice fishing, but every time yeah. I see it on TV or whatever, they're like oh, yeah. in a nice cozy shed. And yeah, I mean, so most of those guys who are doing that, they're trying to like catch some big fish, whether it be pike or trout or whatever yeah. um, in the lake. And most of the time they're going to be out there for a while. So whenever we would go, we'd be out there maybe an hour or so. I don't know. It was just kind of something to do to pass the time and just get outside. So See, we should go to Alaska. For like a week. I'm telling you, man. Dude, you know how many podcasts you'll be able to get done up there? <laughs> Hell yeah. I'll run out of people, though. Nah, man. There's, there's a lot of interesting characters in uh, Anchorage, man. You I can, can imagine. Yeah. I had a, a buddy. Uh, I met him. He's from Tennessee. He's in the Tennessee Garden. I met him while we were TDY in Germany. And uh, he took a six-week hiking trip through Alaska. Like, he wasn't hunting or anything. He was just like, I'm going hiking. I'm just going through Alaska for six fucking weeks. Wow. That's, That's crazy, man. Like, I, part of me wants to go do that stuff like that. Like, yeah. do, uh, I think they're called through hikes or something. But you pretty much pick a starting point and a, an ending point. Or you can do, like, a loop. The, the main thing with those deals is, like, trying to figure out your food situation. Yeah. Um, I had a buddy that went down to Arizona and he did a he did a hike with because uh, he was he lived in Arizona for a while and one of his good friends they went on a hike out there and that was the big deal oh, down in Arizona is like water too so you yeah. gotta figure out your water situation but um, yeah that, I don't know I just like being outside man yeah it's cool uh, my brother in law her brother talks about that and he's like I like going hunting just to be out there like yeah. he likes to hunt but even if he doesn't shoot anything like just being out in the wilderness mm-hmm. is is a great payoff for him yeah. he's like the best sleep I've ever gotten is in the woods oh, really? <laughs> yeah man like when on, on my hunting trips um, like I always always take a gun just in case but yeah I would like I'd pass out and just like I mean you're out there in bear country and stuff and yeah you're like I mean it's not the most comfortable sleeping because you're like on these like sleeping pads and stuff and i got jacked up shoulders so my arms will go to sleep if i don't lay a certain way so i'll wake up same here in the middle of the night like arms are asleep so i gotta roll over um that and you're old as fuck so yeah (laughs) that's the worst part man um but yeah like i would just like rack out and just sleep until my arms woke me up and i don't know i honestly i didn't i don't like bears are kind of a People are afraid of bears, which every, everyone should be, right? They're a huge animal, very powerful, um, unpredictable. But at the same time, like, they also know, like, human smell mm-hmm. is not good. Because most of them, the, I mean, they should know anyways. Uh, that's, oh, man, I don't know how to say this. but uh, So in an area that bears get hunted... Yeah. That is, bears understand that humans equal danger. Okay. If you're in an area where bears cannot be killed because they're protected. Um, They'll fuck you up. Yeah. Because, like, they're, most of the time, like, 99% of the time, they've never been shot at. They never, like, people move away from them. Yeah. Um, which, most of the time, when people are out there, like, they're not, if they run into them, like, 
shooting them is like the last thing, right? Like you don't want to shoot the bear if it's not like a life or death situation. But mm. um, yeah, that's what like, uh, where was it? Montana, like in the Yellowstone area, they were had this big deal where it was like um, the bear population was starting to expand out because that's what they do is they once the population gets to size, they start moving out because that certain area can't support that many animals. Yeah. Um, so then they started moving out into Montana, Idaho, Wyoming, all that stuff. Um, but none of those states actually had seasons for them. And then I can't remember if they were actually like a protected species uh, because their population in the lower 48 got so low, they were like endangered or something. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. But, uh, <laughs> You're quoted. Yeah. Damn it. Uh, but yeah, so like that's where you – there's been like bear attacks, maulings and stuff. Like people have been killed um, in those areas because – at least my personal opinion is because those animals have never had the a threat, right? No, Nothing else was a threat. They are the top of the food chain because nobody has ever shot at them or anything like that. Um but you get in areas like Alaska where people actually hunt those things. Yeah. Um, like they smell humans and usually they like turn around and run. So it's just a different deal. Um, like you could probably see the same thing for like dogs. Like if a dog's mm. been trained, you know, not to do something or like it gets, you know, smack on the nose every time it does something or a uh, shot collar or something like that. Right. Like it's going to learn not to do that same thing with dog never been trained to do that and it's just like randomly sees a steak laying out there it's going to go try to get it um so yeah did you just compare us to steaks pretty much what we are (laughs) to bears yeah what kind of bears are in alaska like all the bears uh yeah so there's black bears that's what we had in florida right black bears Mm -hmm. yeah there's actually so um i think I'm pretty sure there's bears, black bears in Texas, right? Uh, so oh, there's, there are, I don't know if you'll actually find, uh, I don't want to say evidence, but so here's the deal. There are bears, black bears in Louisiana. Okay. All right. Again, going back to once an animal reaches a certain population, they're going to start pushing out. Um, so there, there's already be- black bears in Louisiana, right? There's, y'all already know there's, bunch of black bears in florida Mm -hmm. there's black bears in new jersey so all up on along the coastline the east yeah there's a bunch in tennessee um so they're just pushing out right because most of the time uh i mean there's seasons for them like in florida has a season new jersey has a season all these states have seasons for them uh, but they eventually start pushing out um yeah, so, so there's a lot of black bears. Sight- well, black bears in Texas. Yeah, yeah. So, like, so down, oh. yeah, down south, West um, Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, like like way West, West Texas. Okay, yeah. but there, if there's bears already in Louisiana, right? There's you could say there's a good probability that some have already crossed the Louisiana Texas border um, from the east side, and then mm-hmm. we already see that there's they're down on the Mexico border. Uh, what is that like? I think I was just out there, Van Horn area, right down. Oh, what else is that? Marfa. Yeah, Marfa. Yeah. Um, Alpine. Yeah. Motherfucking Alpine. <laughs> I went to college in Alpine. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. Nice. Um, yeah. So uh, in Alaska, there's black bears, brown bears, and polar bears. Polar bears are going to be up on the very top, up by Barrow. Okay. Uh, 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's bear up there. Did you ever see polar bears where you were I there? never saw them, no. I, I just want to go see that. one, like so far, was, from a far distance. Yeah, that was one thing I wanted to do was go up the Hall Road and go, like, hunting up there. Um, it's, like, Alaska's so big. Like, it takes, I think it was, like, seven hours from Anchorage to Fairbanks. And then you're looking at, like, another seven or eight hours up the Hall Road. Um, and I don't even know if that gets you all the way up to Prudhoe Bay. But... Um, I just need to check that because I don't, I need to double check if Prudhoe Bay is up to, up there. <laughs> I keep saying that, but um, Prudhoe Bay might actually be south on the, by the Kenai. Aren't the polar bears like the worst ones? Yeah, so, oh, oh yeah, it is up there. Most all right, dangerous. All right, cool. Prudhoe Bay is up on the north. All right. Um, yeah, polar bears are super, that's another deal, right? Like they, I don't. To my knowledge, I don't think they get hunted except for like the natives who live up there. Polar bears? Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're huge. I think they're one of the biggest. I think they're one of the biggest uh, bears out there. But like the brown bears. So there's like this weird deal. Um, so there's brown bears that live on Kodiak. And then there's grizzly bears that live on like the main Alaska part. Um, and I think there's technically brown bears that live like on the South Kenai Peninsula right across the bay from Kodiak. Um, but yeah, I forgot some scientist was like anything above this line is a grizzly. Anything below this line is brown bear, but they're pretty much this, my knowledge they are the same. Yeah. Thing. I'm like, well, what's the difference in a grizzly? And a size, it's just probably. the, uh, the size and then also their diet. So mm. the ones that like down on the on Kodiak eating a lot of the salmon that come swimming up um, they have a different diet the interior grizzlies they have more of like um, caribou moose moose calves are like a big one and any other mammal up there there's there's like salmon runs that go kind of far up north of Alaska not super far north but make their way up there but it's just not the same as like down in Kodiak so that's why Kodiak bears get like huge because they're eating salmon they get like the freshest salmon that come up there so um other bears they're cannibals right yeah so that's yeah that's one thing i don't know how many people know this but um if a female bear which is called a sow has babies a male bear which is called a boar will either try to run those cubs off or they the boar will kill those cubs to make that sow go back into heat so he can breed her. And so, like, going... Like, it's a weird cycle. It is. It is. So, like... Um, so she just kills her husband every time? No, no, no. The dude kills the babies. Yeah. So or, they could have more babies. Yeah, but does the wife protect the babies and try to fight the husband or the uh, boy? To an extent. I say husband. Like, to, yeah. <laughs> she kills her husband. <laughs> Stop trying to make them relatable. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> to, uh, They're so, animals. Yeah. So they uh, they will. They'll try to protect their cubs as yeah. the motherly instinct. But most of the time, like the boars are going to be bigger than her, mm -hmm. and um, and most of the time, like bears will have multiple cubs. Um, so it'll be easy to protect one, but the other one might get you know uh, right. not you know out of out of distance or whatever. Um, yeah, it's a it's a vicious cycle. And it's fucked up. like, I know like that's one thing. So, uh, I don't know 
are y'all if y'all are pro hunting or not some people who are against hunting um, Wait, we're part of the PETA if you, okay yeah. nice, <laughs> so, nice. Uh, I'm glad I didn't wear my bear skin rug and, no, um, we, we got red paint ready to go <laughs> um, but that's like one thing of controlling the population of what at least that's what hunting can do is to prevent these babies from getting like ripped apart by a different bear right mm-hmm. um and you could be like well you're killing one bear to save a different bear but it's it's like brutal there's like youtube videos out there of it and oh it's really like, oh yeah and it's oh. like these bears are just like taking bites and then like the baby's just like screaming right like, oh. um yeah that's what like some people are against like up in the yellowstone region those bears are going out killing cattle like killing elk, deer, all this stuff, right? And people are like, we need to do something about these bears because they're starting to move into urban areas, getting in people's trash, stuff like that. Um, and they're like, we need to do something about it. And then people come in with a petition and saying, don't kill the bears, right? Um, and I, I don't know. It could possibly be because most of us as a kid had a little teddy bear that we went <laughs> yeah. to sleep with, right? So Smokey, uh, is it Smokey the Bear? Yeah. Yeah. Like, just like the um, how everything's been like publicized or yeah, what's the, uh, it, it puts like a like familiar familiarity. Yeah, yeah, I I can't say that word. Yeah, but yeah, with those animals and it makes you feel for them. Right. Like, yeah. No, I was all for it. Like in Florida, where we lived at, so we lived in the Panhandle of Florida. Um, there was no hunting season for bears there. They mm. were protected everywhere because it was protected wetlands that they yeah. lived on. Um, but they would like get on people's houses and like yep. rip the shingles off and like literally maul trash cans mm-hmm. apart. They're like, you need a lock on your trash can. And I'm like, do you see these claw marks tearing yep. this thing apart? Like that lock is doing zero things. Right. Um, but they would just like walk through your front yard. Like, yeah. oh, it was a mess. Yeah. And so... I was all for, but every time someone was like, we have to do something about the bears, then that same thing happened. Like, yeah. they lived here first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, they're not dangerous if they attack somebody. It's because they're hungry. Right. <laughs> okay. or, or somebody provoked them. But it's yeah. like, yeah, somebody's going to their car in the morning um, to go to work, and there happens to be a bear out there, right? Like, yeah. Um, and you don't see it because, like, it's a black bear. It's dark. Um, yeah. Okay. And it's like... Uh, but that I don't know. That's where there's there's been debates all over the place of like yeah. shouldn't be hunting. It's just people they yeah. think they have uh what is it? Higher morals or some shit like that. Yeah. Um So I I'll I'll say right now, like I am one hundred percent if you kill it that you should eat it. Like yeah. that's um I a black bear is actually very delicious. Wow. Like you can cook it, um you have to cook it. It's like pork, though. You have to cook it above, what is it, 165 degrees because they can carry um, trichinosis. It, trichinosis, yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, if you eat trichinosis, like live or whatever the hell it is, if you eat trichinosis, then all of a sudden it's in your body. Yeah. And it's it's the worms, right? Uh, or yeah. like parasites. So it's like a larva, from what I've heard. It's like a larva that'll get in your muscles, and then they they start eating at your muscles. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, like, you'll have, technically, you'll have trigonosis for the rest of your life. Um, they do make a medicine that will kill it, but the larva and stuff will still be, like, in you. Oh, shit. Yeah. 
So if you eat live trigonosis, if you don't cook the meat to the temperature, 165 degrees, it'll get in your body. Um, so then if the zombies break out and they <laughs> eat you, then they'll get trigonosis. Yeah, we can't have that, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, I learned that shit from uh, Steve Ranella yeah, watching yeah, Meat yeah. Eater. So uh, I started watching the show just one like out of the blue. It's really fucking interesting. I love the way he cooks some meat. Yep. And uh, I didn't realize like how how much thought was put into hunting mm-hmm. or like the history behind uh, hunting and, or wasteful hunt, trophy hunting and all that shit. Yeah. And then I read his book and he dove even more to it. So like the more I learn about hunting, the more I'm pro hunting or like more people need to hunt yeah. type of deal. And I mean, like I, 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 we grew up, I grew up in South Texas. So we had wild hogs, we had deer. Um, like we had pretty much uh, like our own, farm raised beef like i mean we we still bought like chicken every once in a while from the grocery store we'd buy beef from the grocery store if we needed it but um and then like we went dove hunting so like you can you can get a couple like they're not gonna fill you up if you get a limited dove a day but if you save it up and like do a stew or something um like i don't know i'm i'm all for whatever you shoot you need to eat it yeah um but I will say that grizzly bear, from what I've heard, is like one of those meats that it's the smell of it is just like you can smell the meat as you're skinning it if it's like if it's going to stink. Mm. And then if you try to cook it, it's just going to be like all up in your house um, well, and the taste and everything. I think it just goes back to what they eat because they are a scavenger animal. So they they eat dead stuff. They eat like... Uh, they eat all sorts of stuff, yeah. yeah. Like, there's videos of them digging up rocks and eating, like, larvae from oh, under the shit. rocks and stuff. But, um, yeah, usually black bears are, they're still scavenger animals, but they, I guess, usually eat a little bit more, like, uh, grassy diets. Uh, yeah. What is that? Uh, herbivore. Yeah, or, herbivore. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So, black bear, I've heard, is good. Yeah, I heard it's it's hit or miss, just like you were saying, yeah. just because of different shit that they eat. Yeah, yeah. Like if you if you kill a black bear, in when they've been eating fish, they say like as soon as you start skinning them, you'll smell like a strong fish smell, <laughs> and then it's like yeah, if you start cooking it, it's like oh, I didn't know we were cooking salmon. <laughs> um, yeah, I heard when they're eating uh, berries or whatever, that's when they're the oh, best. Oh yeah, the best. Yeah. 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 I I don't think I'll ever eat bear. I mean, I've never hunted, man. So like it's a goal of mine this year to go hunting. Yeah, that's what uh we took a couple people last year yeah. dove hunting, which I, for me small game is like the best way to get get started or at least just to get out there and actually do something cuz usually small game you have more more action if you will, like yeah. birds are going to be flying more. Uh if you're going like for deer, like here in Texas, you'll usually see deer. Uh, pretty much every time you hunt, um, but usually it's it's a little slower. You're sitting in a blind, waiting for a deer to come yeah. out. And you're just sitting there waiting, waiting. <laughs> uh, but with dove, it's like uh, even duck. I've heard duck is I, that's something I want to do is go duck hunting this year. Um, but any small game, like there's always like you got to keep your head on a swivel. They might be flying right over your head. Like yeah, yeah you got to pay attention. And then and then usually the limit is more. Um, so like, I think dove last year was a 15 dove limit. So you could shoot 15 doves. Um, and again, like their breasts, usually that's what you eat is the breast. They don't really have any wing meat or yeah. leg meat. Um, but 
I don't know even what to say. It'd be like one of those one of those cutie oranges. Yeah. That's like the size of it. Oh really? Yeah. So they're not that big at all. No. Oh shit! But, That's why there's and then they you got get that, so many. Yeah, and then they got that uh, the bone in there, the breastbone that separates the two breasts. Um, and so once you actually get the meat off, there's really not there, not much there. Do you eat uh, like the heart and all that stuff? I do. Yeah. yeah. Well, so that's the deal. Is like the heart's super tiny, like smaller than like a cherry tomato or something. Mm. Um, when I was up in Alaska, we we would go grouse hunting, and they're like, the breast would be like probably the size of your two fists together. Yeah. Right. So a lot more meat, probably maybe a little bit smaller depending on the size of your hands, but. Um, we went hunting, I think it was like five per day you could kill up there. And we would take the heart out and the gizzards. So then, um, and my buddy never had gizzards before. He was cooking the heart. And I, like we grew up eating uh, gizzard, hearts and gizzards from the store. Like you go to HEB and Have get Have you ever I, had I, them? No, I, I've always <laughs> seen them and I, I, I refuse to eat them. What? My dad loves them. But oh, they're so good. I, when I found out what they were, I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to eat any. They're so good. Yeah. It's a muscle. <laughs> I'm not a fan. I'll have to try it. Um, like, there's so a you, bunch of shit from my childhood that I was like, ugh, I didn't like it. Yeah. And then I'll grow up. It, or Since I've been grown, I've tasted it later and yeah. liked it. Yeah, I mean, they're chewy. Like, the, the gizzards are very chewy because it's like, it's a, a dense muscle. Like yeah. the How do you heart, cook them? So you can either fry them. That's how we had them growing up. Um, like deep fried? Yeah, my dad. <laughs> that's the like, way I'd eat them. Yeah, uh, growing up, everything was deep fried. Yeah. Man. Like, we <laughs> you had could fried. get them at gas stations. Yeah. So, yeah. That's how we ate them too, like deep fried and ugh, breaded. They're yeah. still horrible. So there's, and then another way you can do it um, is you can put them like on the grill and you make like a, we always called it, make a boat with tin foil. So you get tin foil, kind of fold up the edges uh, and then you pour viva italian any type of italian dressing in there because it gets the oil and everything and like the little chunks of onion and you can just like cook them in that so it's like a marinade um it's kind of like a it kind of gets steamed a little bit with the the moisture and everything but and, it, and it's sort of like a fry as well because the oil from the the viva italian um and that's we've done it that a couple of ways as well and that one's like super flavorful because of it's it's just sitting in that italian dressing um but yeah i mean there's definitely parts of it where it's like pretty chewy but yeah they're good i'll have to try them again because i give them another chance because when i was little i was like man fuck that i'm not gonna eat that yeah i mean to each their own like i again like going back to the hunting piece like uh, i'm never gonna be like you have to hunt. You got to do this, right? Yeah. Like I'm not one to be like pushing my how, what what I like to do on people, but um, yeah, it's people you, don't people don't want to eat gizzards. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I think like if I if I shot it, and yeah. so that's that's what with the dove, like the gizzard and the heart are so small that, um, like if you shot 15 of them, you could make like a nice appetizer out of it. Yeah, uh, but it like it's very tedious to go in there cut the i mean the, you could rip the heart out pretty easy but the gizzard you got to go in there kind of trim it up and then it's just like so small on a dove that it's i don't want to say it's not worth it but it's, it's almost not worth yeah. it <laughs> yeah no but that like, makes sense <clears throat> but yeah, but like yeah on a on a grouse like you could get five of those and that was like a nice a nice uh appetizer so yeah yeah it, 
if I was hunting and I shot the animal and the giz- there were some gizzards, I I think I'd force myself to eat them. Yeah. Uh, again, Steve Ranella, the do you uh, listen to his podcast? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's one of one of the eight. <laughs> yeah. So this I watch the show all the time, and that's what he's always like. Man, sometimes you just you get an animal, and uh, he was talking about black bear this time. He's like the meat was fucking horrible, but he just like forced himself through it because he wasn't gonna waste it. I was like, yeah. I mean, it makes sense because you went through, you took an animal's life, right? right? So, make it worth it. Yeah, I was like, that, that's how I would feel about gizzards. Yeah. But I don't know. I might like them now. I yeah. just gotta give them a shot. Yeah, that's another deal. Is like, I used to hate Brussels sprouts, man. Like growing up, oh, I hated them. I like still now, hate Brussels sprouts. So how? Do, like, how were they cooked? I don't even know. Oh. So boiled, boiled Brussels sprouts, I I do not like. But if you like, you cut them in half. <clears throat> and then you put them out on a pan, put some like uh, some oil on them and some. Oh, my wife will probably kill me for not knowing what it is. But uh, what's that like? Uh, Butter. It's like a glaze, <laughs> like a. Uh, it's like a red, red. Uh, Sriracha. No, no, no! It's like an Italian. Oh man, I don't know what it is, but you I'm mix. Not sure. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I digress. No. Yeah. Is your uh, wife Italian? No. Oh. I, uh, well, no. I think she's <laughs> part <laughs> Irish. You're, you're setting up for failure. Uh, yeah, no, my bad. Forget yeah. ass. <laughs> I'm part Italian, but, uh, yeah. Um, man, yeah. I can't think of it, what it is. But, yeah, that's how we cook them. We'll usually, like, throw them in the oven and just bake them. Yeah. And they get kind of, like, a crispy edge. And then those are, like, pretty good. Um, or you do, like, some butter some what is it some bacon and then throw the again cut them in half the brussels sprouts in half throw them in there cook them up the leaves start to turn a different color like a dark green and then usually i don't know i like mine a little uh a little bit softer kelly likes them kind of crispy but yeah it's good stuff crispy's good yeah <laughs> brussels uh yeah i'm not a fan of brussels sprouts either they do have a distinguishable taste to them, or distinct, distinguishable. Distinct, yeah. both. Either, either yeah. or. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, you want to tell us about your your hunting story? Okay. I know. I was gonna ask. Oh. I was like, you you like played it in the beginning. Like, I wanted you on here for the bear story, and then we just like didn't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, this is how you make people listen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> save, it, save it towards the end. There's, there's a method <clears throat> to the madness. All right. Yeah, uh, definitely. If you're comfortable with it. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So I drew I drew a tag up in Alaska, back. So the draw results came out February of 2020. Um, that I drew a sheep tag up in Alaska. So what does that mean? What does draw a tag mean? So. Because um, in Tennessee we just like shoot whatever. Okay. Yeah. So like in <laughs> Texas too, I didn't know there was actually a draw in Texas. Um, but to keep people from going out and just like killing all these animals um the biologists will figure out there's a quota of how many animals could could get harvested off of certain area and the population of the animals will still be healthy um that way it's not like people going out and just like killing the animals and then they, there's not a population left to actually recover so um in Usually it's all the areas that have either good genetics where the animals grow like big horns for the sheep or big antlers for moose, or it's super close to a population center. Cause like around Anchorage, 
if it was just like a free for all you have, I think there's like almost 400,000 people in Anchorage. Um, and let's say half of those people actually hunt. That's 200,000 people that would like, if it was a free for all, those people would be going out there and trying to kill a moose, um, or a sheep or a goat. But there's all these areas, they break up into smaller sections and then you put in, it's like a lottery pretty much, uh, or a raffle, you know, um, you can say, I want to put in my money for this tag in this specific area. And the draw odds, honestly, for these are like super low, like anywhere between one to 2% chance of actually drawing the tag. No shit. Yeah. And you got um, it. Yeah. So the, well, the, so the reason I drew that tag I, and the, the tag I drew was like at a 5% chance. The, which the reason it was a higher percent chance was because it was an archery only tag. So going back to me trying to use my bow to kill something, um, in my mind, I was like, I'd rather be able to have like the experience of actually going, like at least to be able to see sheep this close to Anchorage and like have that opportunity to go with my bow rather than probably not ever getting drawn for the other tags. So I was like, I'll put in for that one. Um, and I honestly, I didn't think I was going to draw that tag anyways, just cause the low, low percentage, but um, so there's only a few states, I know we're getting off subject here, but there's only a few states with like a true lottery system. Other states have like a, what they call a preference point or a bonus point. And so every year that you go that you don't draw a tag, you get like an extra point. Mm. So it would be like... Time you, and grade, time and service. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you've been putting in for 10 years. Here's 10 raffle tickets that you're able to put in. And then if I came in as my first year, I'd only have one raffle ticket, right? So you have a higher chance, but I still have a probability of getting mine drawn. It might not be the best odds, but, uh, and then other ones is like, uh, maybe it's, that's the bonus point system. The preference point system is since you've been putting in for 10 years, uh, and Cruz, you've been putting in for eight years and I've only been putting in for one, the, you're going to get it because you had 10 years. Uh, and then the next time we go up, Cruz, you'll get drawn because you were the next highest um, point holder or whatever. So you're right? pretty much yeah. just going down the line on that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So back to the Alaska deal. I drew this tag. Um, it was a sheep tag close to Anchorage. Um, and it's like you could go hunt like this huge area. So it was it, it was kind of like, all right, where do I actually want to go? I was trying to figure out, I was like, well, most of the people go up over in this area because that's usually where the majority of sheep are seen. Um, but I was like, I'm going to go this other area because like, I don't know. I know, I know there's sheep back there. Um, but I don't ever hear people talking about going back there. So I was like, I'll like less hunter pressure. So I was like, I'll go back that way. Um, so I fly up there, I hang out with my buddy. Um, I stay at their house for a while and then this other buddy I got, Jesse, was like, hey, I'll go with you. I was like, cool. We went out. We hiked. I forgot how many miles we hiked the first day out there. But, um, yeah, let me just tell you, I am out of shape. Um, <laughs> so my pack was like, I think my pack weighed like 50, 55 pounds because I, like, I had everything, right? I had my tent, sleeping bag all the stuff to stay out there for and the, the season was 10 days only. So I was like, I went out a day or two early to try to find sheep 
So that way on the opener, I potentially could have a stock on one, right? Um, so I went, we, I had everything to stay out there for, I think, 12 or 13 days. Oh, shit. So I had like 13 days of food, which each day of food, I think I weighed out to like, it was like almost one and a half pounds. Um, so like, what, what's that? Like almost 20 something pounds of food. <laughs> And just food alone, everything else, you know. Um, and then yeah. my bow, my bow weighs like seven pounds, but all this stuff just adds up. There's a saying that like ounces equals pounds and pounds equals uh, pain. <laughs> so it's like all these little things. That's why some people like cut the bottom of their toothbrush off and like. No shit. Yeah. Like That's there's extreme, some people man. who are like ultra lightweight stuff, but yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but the, usually the ultra lightweight stuff isn't very durable. Um, so then you kind of, you gotta, it's a balancing act. Yeah. Anyways, we hike out there. Um, we went up this mountain, we gained like a couple thousand feet elevation. That's it. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. And oh man, I was like, I was dragging dude. My legs were like burning and, um, yeah, we found a spot to camp that night. It was like up on this, it was kind of like in a saddle. Um, but it was like up on the ridge, right? So the top of the mountain, but there was like this low spot where it kind of comes down. Um, so we, we camped there, set up camp, and it was already dark. And at that time, I think it gets dark around, I want to say like 9 o'clock, 8.30, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like, as we were setting up camp, the wind just started blowing. And I was like, crap, this isn't good, right? Uh, luckily, I had a, a very durable tent, but it also weighs, I think it weighs like 7 or 8 pounds by itself. Um, but then going back to that durability factor, like yeah. this is the reason why I have a good durable tent. Um, the wind was whipping, uh, it actually bent one of my tent poles that night. Um, but when we, anyways, all right, I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> all right. So it bent the tent pole, uh, in the morning we get up, pack up our stuff and it's like raining. Um, we hike down into this valley and I'm like, I want to go back at the very end of this valley to see if there's sheep. Cause usually they like to, they like to hang out in like nasty spots, like hard to get to spots. Um, and most of the time people will like look up valleys or draw uh, drainages and they'll be like, ah, I don't see any sheep and they'll keep going. But like most of the time the drainage isn't just a straight shot. And there's all these little contours to the, the drainage that like, they could be hiding in this area that you would never see unless you go up that drainage. So I was like, I want to go back there. I want to check it out. Um, we're going down there. It was like horrible terrain, alders, like these trees that grow super close to each other, hard to get through, especially with like a big pack on. Um, we get over there and I'm like, oh, I see some white spots up there. Cool. We take a break. Again, I'm out of shape, so I need a break. Um, <laughs> I get my spot and scope out and I look it up and they're goats. I can't shoot a goat. I can only oh, shoot a sheep. Fuck. So I was like, and normally sheep and goats don't hang out in the same area. So you're in the wrong spot. So I was like, all right, well, I was like, I can either go further in, um, like up the creek, but the weather was bad because where we're, I think, at least in my mind, the weather was bad in that area. Like the wind was whipping. It was raining. Uh, but we were right next to like the, the turnigan arm. It's like this inlet. Um, 
but usually because all the moisture coming off the the arm the weather was usually bad there i was like well i'm gonna hike out my gear is already wet um i'm gonna head out with my buddy because he had to go back to work um i was like i'll try a different area that's more inland coming in from a different area and the weather should be better anyways we hike out um it took us forever to hike out and the wind was blowing it was raining our clothes are getting soaked um i think like once we got to the truck and like cranked the heater on it was just like we were both like <laughs> shivering we were like because like you're you know, like reliving this yeah, moment man, like flashback ptsd <laughs> uh, but no like we went and got food like we stopped in town got food and everything but we were still just like both just like shivering like still cold and i was like why are we still cold like and so it wasn't until I got back to my buddy's house and like started taking my gear and stuff off. My buddy was like, dude, something's not right. Like you don't look good. And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, dude, go sit down. Like you need to warm up. And I was like, no, nah, man, I'm all right. Like, let me help. Um, and his mom was there and she was like, you need to like go take a hot shower right now. Like you need to warm up your body. You're probably like, you might have hypothermia. Oh, shit. And I was like, what like and everything was like super slow like uh i'm okay and but i went and i took like a hot bath and just like soaked in the tub um and like i was in there probably maybe like 20 minutes or something but like as soon as i warmed back up i was like i was good like <laughs> you were but i was like again. oh man <laughs> that's not good um crazy bastard so uh, I took the day off the next day, kind of, uh, relaxed, dried my gear out, uh, which that took a while, but cause everything was like soaked. Anyways, I looked at the weather and there was a weather advisory for where we were at. Um, there was like 80 knot winds coming up there. Jesus. Um, that's, and that's why I think the tent pole bent. Yeah. Um, cause like the tent that I have is like one of the best tents, um, for like a four season shelter, which is supposed to hold up to like super high winds, snow, all this stuff. Um, yeah, I was like, Oh, that could be why <laughs> that makes sense now. Um, so anyways, fast forward a day or two goes by and I'm like, all right, I'm going to go back out there. I had my buddy drop me off at this trailhead, which I was like, man, there was like all these people out there hiking just leisurely. And oh, I, here fuck. I am with like this big pack and my bow. And I'm like, <laughs> I feel I feel weird, but it's Alaska. So everyone's like, Oh, are you got a tag? And I was like, yeah, I got a sheep tag. And they're like, Oh, that's so cool. Good luck. I was like, thanks. I need it. Um, yeah. So anyways, I started off down the trail. It's not bad. I'm chugging along. Uh, and then I start going up this drainage. Cause I was like, well, I'll go up this drainage. I'll climb. I think it was like a couple thousand feet, get up on the ridge line. Cause usually down in the, the, bottom of the drainage that's where the water's at and that's where all your trees and all your all the the thick stuff that you got to travel through i was like well i don't want to do that i want to get up on the ridge line where there's like no trees and i can usually go quick right because i got a buddy who lives up there who he's all about mountain climbing and he was like yeah dude that's your best bet is to go up there and you can just go super fast i was like all right cool so i had in my head that's what i'm going to do um yeah so there I am, my out of shape self going, <laughs> trying to climb these, like, I think it was like, uh, it was like almost 4,000 feet that I had to climb. Yeah, man, you're not out of shape if you can do that. <laughs> well, I, I could have been in better shape, 
to make it quicker. But, um, yeah, I was hurting. Um, I got up to the top. I was like, all right, cool. I got there. The only downside to being up on the top of a mountain is like, there's not really too many flat spots to set up a tent. And I was like, damn it. Like, this is not good. Um, I don't know if you ever slept in a tent where it's kind of like on this on a, at an angle. I have it. All right, it's horrible because you can't <laughs> stay in like you're wanting to roll downhill, right? So, um, so I finally found this spot where it was like somewhat flat. I was like, all right, I stopped there for the night, set up my camp, um, had food and everything, went to bed, woke up the next morning, packed up all my stuff and started hiking further up the, the ridge um i get up there to it starts to curve around and i was like ah oh, there's some mountains that's still in my hunting area i was like i'm gonna glass over there there was like snow on the top and the sheep up there in alaska are white so i was like i'm gonna look in the snow to see if maybe they're hiding in the snow um if the sheep are hiding there um, and usually the sheep are like if you see them by themselves they look white but if you see them up against a snow background, they're more yellowish mm. just because, like, they're not a pure white animal, right? So um, so they kind of stand out that way. So I was like, I'm just going to sit down. I'm going to glass just to see over there. Also, give myself a break because um, I need a break. Um, <laughs> Does glass mean, like, looking through your Yeah, yeah so a uh, spotting scope. So I, I, had a, I had a pair of binoculars and a spotting scope. So your spotting scope is, like, a compact telescope. Um but usually anywhere between like 20 magnification and I think 60 is like 20 to 60. Some of them are like set at like 30 yeah. and then some are, um, you can adjust it. I think the one I was borrowing my father-in-law's and, uh, I forgot what it was. It was like a, a 35 to 60 or something. Um, so and with that, you need a tripod because, like, you can't just hold it by itself because it's going to be yeah. moving around. Um, and even just, like, the, the slightest shake of it, like, moves, especially you're looking, like, a mile or two miles away, yeah. right, across these ridge lines and stuff. Um, so I was like, I put my pack down. I found this nice little spot that I could sit down in the, in the mossy tundra up there. Um, and I started to get my tripod out. And I heard this noise off to probably like my, uh, we'll say like my three o'clock, maybe four o'clock. And I was like, that's weird. And I look and the wind was like blowing towards me from that direction. So I like look over and I see this blob, right? Just kind of like, and earlier, like again, going back, if you get up on the, the ridge lines, you can go fast and like going back to people leisurely out there um some people like to run these these and it wasn't really a trail but some people like to go out there and just like explore new areas stuff like that um and i'm not so far away that i'm like this is the first time a human has ever been here right like yeah. we're pretty close to uh, eagle river um and anchorage so i was like yeah maybe some dudes out here with their dog right um because earlier and then the day prior i saw these four people this cu the two couples down in the by the creek um just like 
going for a walk, right? <laughs> like, I'm like, we're like six miles, seven miles, like from the trailhead. And these people are just like, yeah, we are just going for a walk. Crazy and, assholes. <laughs> yeah. A bunch of hippies. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So I was like, oh, I looked over, I saw a little brown blob. And then I was like, oh, there's some dude. He's got his dog with him. And then I went to go pull my spotting scope out. And I was like, wait a minute. And I looked back and I was like, oh, crap. That's not a dog. That's a bear, right? Um, <laughs> this, this big, They're almost the same. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, 400-pound dog. Um, yeah, I don't know. She probably weighed like 300 pounds, but yeah. Um, anyway, so I was like, oh, crap. So I stood up. I, I turned around. And she was coming around the corner, and then I saw, I don't remember if I saw the babies at the time, but she had two cubs with her. But I pulled out my gun, I had a little chest rig, pulled out the gun, brought it like in a a ready position, right? And I said, hey, bear. Like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't yell it because I didn't want to scare her, yeah. right? So I said it kind of quietly, but again, the wind was blowing like at me from her. So why are you saying "Hey, bear"? To get her attention. To get because again, going back, if a bear, most of the time, I don't want to say all the time. Yeah. Most of the time, if you like, that's why I don't know if y'all have ever been in an area, but people have bells on their dogs, yeah. right? And they're talking, they're making noise. Because again, going back to areas that people hunt bears, if they hear noises like that, they usually stay away from people, yeah. right? Um, Just so people understand, like, why the fuck is oh, he saying, hey, yeah. bear? <laughs> oh, hello there. <laughs> Mighty fine weather we're having. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was like, hey, bear, trying to get her attention because she wasn't looking at me. Uh, she was just kind of like waddling along, looking at the ground, I guess, like watching her footing and stuff. Cause it was like rocky and stuff up there. Um, and I, I think it was either the second or third time that I said it. And I kind of a little bit louder the next time. Hey bear, you know, um, she looked over at me and just like, without missing a beat ran down at like towards me. And then, she stopped for like this split second on this like little, I don't even want to call it a perch, but um, it was like this little hill on, on there, uh, on the mountaintop. Yeah. But she stopped for like a split second and boom, came at me. And as soon as I saw her like coming at me, I fired a shot, you know, um, and she, she veered off, but since she was running at me, which originally I was aiming for her head, but it happened so quick that when I shot, I'm pretty sure it hit her like in her shoulder. Um, and I, like, I remember seeing her shoulder muscle, like it looked like it tensed up, but I couldn't tell if it was because she was running, right. Mm-hmm. The muscles and everything running, or if that's where the impact hit. All I do, all I do know is that, Rather than running straight at me, she veered off to the side a little bit. Um, And so she ran past me. And all this, like, at least in my mind, happened 
pretty quick. Yeah. Right. Um, but I remember it was like, it happened quick, but at the same time it happened real slow. It probably happened super fast. Cause I was like, and I never moved. Like I, like the air, the, where I stood up and I said, Hey bear <laughs> to where I, I shot, um, to like where all this is going. I like in the same spot and I was just like, what the hell? But anyway, so she's running, not at me anymore, but past me at like five yards, less than five yards. Holy shit. <laughs> so like probably like to me to the door right there. Yeah. Right. Um, probably closer but yeah <laughs> like, not as close as us oh but, man i wish people could see your eyes right now it's just yeah <laughs> um and she ran past me all right so she ran past me and then her cubs are still up on the mountain to my right she is running to my left and then all of a sudden she turns around and I was like, oh, man, like <laughs> now we're in a bad spot again because like before it was now like you're in between her. And her yeah, cubs. exactly. And then yeah. she like the cubs are making noises. Um, oh, I'll be able. I got a I think I got a video of the cubs. We can hear them in the background, but uh, we'll get to that. Anyway, she turns around and now she starts running uphill. So before she was running downhill at me, she runs past me and now she's running uphill which is like not a good thing because like I, I don't know you know like if you're in you're, if you're in a fight you always want the high ground right because yeah. it's easier to fight downhill than it is uphill but and i'm just like okay she's running uphill i'm pretty sure i hit her with that first shot um oh also when she was running past me i shot again so that i fire uh, at this point i fired two rounds i don't know where that that second round hit because she didn't drop. She didn't do anything like that. Um, so now she's turned around and I'm like, all right, cool. She's pissed off. I didn't kill her the first time, you know, um, but now she's coming back at me and I'm like sitting up here, cubs over there. She's over here and she starts running and it's not like a, yeah, it wasn't like a slow, like, Oh, I'm, I'm hurt. Yeah. It was, a it was like, charge. A three six, uh, yeah, three sixty, and just like coming uphill, right? And I was just like, shoot, shot again. Um, I and she dropped, and I was like, okay, like I'm, I think the threat is neutralized right now, but I'm like, I'm still nervous that like maybe it just like stunned her. I don't know, but I'm just like, I'm still like looking at her with the gun but the cubs are still over here making noises off to my right. Um, oh, like almost behind me now. Cause I'm rotated and like, but I don't see her breathing or anything like that. Cause like you can usually see the chest cavity, yeah. you know? Um, so I was like, all right, I, I think she's okay. And when I start to look over at the cubs, they're starting to come towards me now. Oh, and I was like, what the hell? But they kind of took the same path. Like, they didn't come. Like, it was just the way that they decided to come down that it was like, it, at first they thought they were, like, coming at me, right? But these things, which, again, like, I'm not proud that this happened. I didn't want this to happen. I was like, as soon as this, like, I was like, this sucks. Like, one, I didn't want to shoot her. Um, 
I was like, now I have to, I don't want to like, this might come off wrong, but now I have to deal with her. Yeah. Um, because in Alaska, if you shoot an animal out of season, if, um, and like in this case, it was a defense of life's life or property. So they call it a DLP. Um, anytime you kill an animal like that, you have to take the hide and the skull into fishing game. Right. Um, but now I was like, damn it. Now these cubs are over here and the, there were young cubs. Um, and it was about to be winter and like all this stuff. I was just like, damn it. Like I did not want this to happen. And like, I started like, I was like talking to myself and I was like, <laughs> why didn't you just keep walking? You know, like, um, but yeah. And then, and then once the cubs like passed me and they went over to their mom and they were making all these noises. Um, and I was like, all right, she's not getting up. I'm pretty sure those cubs don't want like, they're not going to come over here. Like I put the gun up and that's when like the adrenaline, like I was like, Oh my gosh. Like, I was like, son of a bitch, you know, like, yeah. um, and I just so happened I was like, I'm going to make a video real quick. Like one, because I have, I have horrible memory. Um, and I forget things easily. I don't know if it's cause like concussions when I was younger or something, but, um, or it's just old age. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but I'm like, I, I'm going to make a video so I can like remember that way when I talk to the biologist or fishing game, like if they send a game warden out here, I want to be able to remember. Um, I was like, because it's not like I was just like, I'm going to shoot this bear, you know? Like, um, so I was like, all right, I got on the video and I started like, all right, uh, I just got charged by a bear. And then like I turned around and I was like, all right. So she was, I was trying to point up in the camera. Like she was right here when I first saw her, she ran down to this spot. And then I was like replaying everything. And I was like, and there she is right there. And like the cubs are back there making noises. And I was like, and then uh, like I, I stopped the video. And then when I stopped it and I went back to like my home screen, I was like, oh crap, I got like three bars like out here on the mountain. And I was like, oh. So I sent the video to my wife and I was like, uh, I was like, I, I got to call fishing game. So I not thinking, I just sent the video to my wife, got on the phone with fishing game. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm like so stressed out <laughs> oh, for your man. wife. Oh, she was so pissed at me. Like, <laughs> Get the fuck out of there. She was like, what are you? Uh, no, she was like relieved that nothing was happening. Yeah. But like in hindsight, that was not the right thing to do. Uh, so husbands out there, if anything ever happens to you, don't just send a video. Oh, I almost got charged by a bear. Or I did get charged by a bear. Um, he almost died. Yeah. <laughs> and then don't respond to your wife. Yeah. She starts blowing you up. <laughs> um, oh, that was another. D- yeah, we'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, anyways, I called fishing game. I was like, hey, um, I just shot this bear. Um, she charged me. And they were like, where are you at? And I was like, oh, I'm up on the mountain, like in between this lake and this lake. And um, they were like, you have service up there? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, um, they're like, yeah, you're going to have to bring the hide and the skull in. So, um, yeah, whenever you, and I was like, well, I can't, I probably can't bring it in today. And they were like, oh, yeah, that's, that's not fine. I mean, that's fine, but like, you need to bring it in soon. And I was like, okay, yeah, like, all right. Um, so then I, got off the phone with them and I, I figured I had to do that. And then they just confirmed that, yes, you do have to bring the hide and skull in. Um, so then I was like, all right, well, I got to start skinning this bear out. Right. I've never, again, going back, I've never killed anything in Alaska. So I was like, I've never skinned a bear out before. <laughs> I remember seeing some videos on it. Cause like, uh, I drew a 
bear tag down in Kodiak one time and went down there. Unfortunately, I didn't get anything. Of course, uh, it was an expensive <laughs> camping trip again. Um, but yeah, so I was like, all right. Uh, so it started skinning it. And then it was like, man, this is, uh, this is a lot bigger than like a deer that I'm used to <laughs> skinning. Um, so it was like, oh, and back home, we would hang the deer up like in a tree or something. Right. So it's like, you just start skinning, you pull the hide down. This bear uh, is laying on up. her hide. So I'm like, I'm trying to roll her around so I can start skinning like closer to like her back. And every time I move her, remember how I said she was running uphill? Every time I move her, she slides downhill. Oh, man. So I was like, ah. Um, and then I, I looked back and I was like, ah, oh, my pack is getting like further away. So I was like, <laughs> So I tried pulling her uphill, which again, oh, no. like, yeah, she like dead weight. Right. Um, uh, it's, but I eventually, I worked her uphill like a little bit where her head went in like this depression that like kind of stopped her from moving. So I was like, all right, cool. At least her body won't move too much more. Um, so then I get, I start, I keep skinning I get all the way up to the neck and I'm like, I've never done, so if you, if you do any type of, um, stuff for like taxidermy, you, you have to get in to the, like the eye area. Ugh. Yeah. Um, the eyes and the lips. So like your, the way your gums attach, if you mess that up, which for one, I, I knew they weren't going to let me keep any of this stuff. Um, because that's if, yeah, you kill it. They, they auction this stuff off, but, um, to make money back for the state. Um, but anyways, I was like, I don't know how to do this. So I'm just going to leave her hide attached to the skull. So I was like, I'm just going to cut in the neck to separate the head from the body. Well, when I went to stick my knife in there to try to separate that, I heard like a clicking sound, like a clink, like a kind of a metal on metal. Um, and I was like, Oh, that's weird. And I separated got it separated i looked in to the the spine and i was like there's something shiny in there i was like that's weird so i like pull that out and there was the bullet that like finished her yeah right and i was like oh wow i was like oh was like, that's weird like the bullet went through her i thought i shot her in the head but looking back at it the way she was at like downhill her head was low and i just must have like barely missed the skull itself but it hit her in the spine and just dropped her um which i'm like luckily i didn't hit an inch to the left or an inch to the right because like she probably would have still been able to move up the hill yep. right or the mountain whatever so i was like oh my gosh and then i started thinking like as i'm doing that i'm like you know it's i'm really lucky that i decided to sit down right here like to stop in glass in this, this exact location, because I was thinking of like, keep going until I get around this mountain where I could probably glass a little bit more areas. Um, yeah. Like I think about that. Like if I would have just kept hiking, I would have met this bear on the trail. Like head on. Yep. Um, I don't know the terrain. If I would have like been able to see her before she saw me. Yeah. Whatever I would I have had time to unhook the little safety harness on the gun and like pull my gun out 
and get a shot off. Like, so I'm like, man, everything is like lining up. Um, but I was like, man, thank you Lord for yeah, letting me like telling me to sit down right here. Like to, this was the spot that I needed to like, well, unlucky and coming across a damn bear. Yeah. But, but lucky uh, yeah. that being in that so, spot. I mean, yeah. You could look at it and be like, wow, well, you know, shouldn't have been a bear there. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, so what happened like, to the cubs when you had to skin it? Did oh, they just like scurry let's off? Not talk about that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this uh, is, so this is the question that everyone's asking. This is the question that everyone asks. And my wife was like, my wife kind of gets upset. She's like, like he almost got killed and you're worried about the Cubs. Like, but yeah, so the, unfortunately the Cubs, uh, they took off. I mean, fortunately they took off. Um, but because they were so young, they the likelihood of them making it through the winter is like very low. Mm-hmm. Um, additionally, going back right to the bears, the males, um, the males will kill cubs. Yeah. So, yeah. um, which we'll talk about later. Um, so this was a grizzly bear, right? Yeah. Grizzly, grizzly bear. Yeah, yeah. So not a, not a black bear. Um, even though black bears usually are not as aggressive. Um, yeah, they have, there was like, when we were stationed there, there was like a cross country meet or some like 5k, something off, like on the South side of Anchorage. And there was like a couple, there was one black bear attack. To my understanding, it was a black bear. Um, but yeah, even though black bears usually are not as aggressive, they they they're still are still are reported deaths by black bears. Yeah, it's um, rare, but they still they yeah. Still it's a it's a wild animal, right? So, um, so yeah. So the cubs took off. I saw them run down the mountain. They went down to the valley. Um, I finished up getting the bear. So again, going back, my pack right. Um, probably already weighed 50, 55 pounds. The hide in the skull, probably, I don't know, like in the, I had it all in one sack. Um, I would at least like 40 pounds, if not more. Um, and then I like put it on my pack, which in hindsight, I should have like taken stuff out of my pack, all the stuff I could and put it in the pack. That way it wasn't hanging onto the back. It's like leverage pulling me back. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I only made it, I personally, I thought I was going to make it further than I did on the way back. Cause I was like, Oh, it's downhill. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> so I had to stop, I had to stop up on the, uh, mountain that night, set up camp, all this stuff. Um, and then I went down the next morning and my buddy who was out there in the very beginning of the trip was like, Hey, uh, if you need help, let me know. And I was like, Oh, don't worry about it, dude. I got it. But then my wife was like, dude, just ask someone for help. Like, <laughs> stop being an nope. ass or, uh, you know, egotistical dude and just ask someone for help. So then I was like, all right, hey, can you come help me? I need help. Um, He's like, yeah, I'll be out there. I was like, all right. Um, I was like, hopefully I'll make it down the mountain before you get there um, and we can meet down in the creek, which looking back, probably not the best, like, yeah. Like meaning down by a creek where we could easily cross paths and not be able to hear anything because the water's running, (laughs) which we got to a point where I was like, I thought I heard stuff behind me when I was walking to the trailhead and I was like, crap, did I pass him? Cause I was down pretty low. I was like, maybe he's up high. 
Um, so that got to a point where it was like, I sat there and kind of waited a little bit listening and then I didn't hear it anymore. And I was like, shoot, should I go back and see if he's up there? Like, but eventually, um, I heard something running through the brush. Oh, so before I got down the mountain, all right, let me just back up real quick. As I'm still up on the mountain with this bear on my back, um, I'm hiking and I happen to look over the mountain to my left down this drainage and there's this bear. <laughs> and I was like, son of a gun, man. <laughs> I was like, if this bear, like, I don't know if it can, if like, cause thermals, so thermals are a thing where as the sun comes up, thermals rise with the heating. It's just like the air gets heated up and then it starts to go uphill. And then as the sun goes down and it starts to cool off, thermals go downhill, right? Cold air goes down, hot air goes up. Um, I was, I was trying to figure out, it was still cold that morning. Um, but the sun was out. So I wasn't sure if like the thermals were carrying my scent down with like this bear scent down, but I saw this bear and I was like, that's a big bear. So there's probably a male bear. I don't see any cubs. And so then I was just like thinking like, what are the odds that this bear is like going to start running up this mountain at me? Jesus. Um, I was like, I don't want to shoot another bear. Like then <laughs> that's one more bear I'm going to have to deal with. Like, and I was just like having all these thoughts like, damn it. Like at this, it's, like, it's funny that you're like not fearing for your life. You're just scared of, or like, uh, of the work that yeah. I was going to have to put it. Yeah. It's like the inconvenience of this shit. Yeah. I mean, on it, like, yeah. I was just like, man, well, that was the deal. I was like, I just hiked two days to get up on this mountain and this damn bear comes out. I got to kill this. I shot the bear to protect my life. Now I got to go back into town. I was like, I could have been, what if there was a sheep on the other side? Of the <laughs> right? Like, and I was just like, oh, man. So, but then I saw this other bear and I was like, dude, if this thing like runs up here, I'm just like, oh. like what are the odds? Are the, are the game wardens going to believe me? Are they just going to think I'm like some mass bear killer just for like the thrill of, and I'm like, I was like, all right, if this bear starts coming up here, I'm going to like start recording like the bear until the last moments where I need to like put the phone down and like. But uh, luckily the bear never did anything and so, yeah, yeah so that was unavailable. Anyways, uh, so yeah, so then I'm down at the creek. My buddy's looking for me. I'm looking for him. Um, we have like these in reaches. It's like a satellite messaging system. So that's how uh, I keep in contact with my wife when I'm out of cell phone range. Um, I'm able to text my buddy, hey, come pick me up at the trailhead, you know, whatever. Um, so I'm like, I stop again because I'm out of shape and I'm like, need a break so I get my phone out and I'm like it's an app so you can use your phone to use the in reach to send the messages because it's like the old school uh Nokia's where it's like one 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 two 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 what is it t9 yeah whatever so you gotta like the alphabet right if you want to see you better hit one three times you know like stuff like that but there's an app so it's like just texting um and it goes through the deal um so anyways I'm like I got a message and it's my buddy's wife saying hey are you okay? Like, cause he can't find you. And like, we're kind of worried. And I'm like, and I try sending a message, but sometimes like the messages take a while to go out. And I'm just like, dang it. Like part of me was like, I knew this was going to happen. Like everything's going wrong. Right. Um, anyways, so he had his dog with them, which his dog was like, running through the brush or the, and I was like, what the heck is this? Another bear. <laughs> ah! um, but then I was like, Judah? Like his dog's Judah. name is Judah? I was like, Judah? And then he was like, 
he was up there he was looking around and then he was like and i was like oh shoot man because like, i forgot uh what the the breed is but they're like they're bear dogs oh, like okay. they're from russia or whatever like to protect people from bears and i was like oh crap i got a bear on my back <laughs> Yeah, he was like, but then, yeah, because he was like, what's that down there, you know? And I was like, ah. And I was like, Jesse, get your dog. Um, but yeah. So anyways, so then we get back. Um, I take the, 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 the bear in the next day, um, drop it off with fish and game. And they're like. Did you ask them if you could keep it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And they were like, no. I was like, yeah, man. So uh, you just got to check that, uh, like. I didn't do it on purpose, right? And he's like, no, we got to keep it. He's like, yeah, they're going to auction it off at uh, Fur Rendezvous, which is like this big festival every year. It used to be historical. People would come in for a, rende, um, a rendezvous. People would get together. They would trade furs. They would meet up. They would like get supplies, and they'd go back out. Um, so then they still do it today for rendezvous. like the start of the Iditarod so the dog races that go all the way from Anchorage up to Fairbanks, or if not further. Um, yeah, it's like this big festival, um, and it's like a week or so long. Anyways, they have this auction there where all the animals that got confiscated by Fish and Game would get auctioned off, and all the proceeds from those auctions would go back to Fish and Game so they can do their biology studies, um, do animal surveys with yeah. helicopters, all that stuff, right? Um so then, yeah, he was like, yeah, they'll auction it off at for rendezvous. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, so I can just bid on it there. And he's like, yeah. I was like, all right. And then that was it. And then. Um, Did you bid on it and get it? So fun fact, uh, <laughs> because of COVID, they didn't have the auction. So your fur is just out there somewhere? Yeah, it's either they're going to auction it off next year or they pushed it off to a different auction um, that's like not publicized. I don't know. Yeah. I'm hoping that it'll be next year. But then by then I'm like, I don't remember what that bear looks like. And <laughs> Yeah. Um, so what happens, and this is just like a total random question, but what happens if you would have like shot it to save your life and then you would have just like moseyed on your way to finish your sheep hunt and you didn't tell game? Um, it's the law. You have yeah. To. So like, well, I know it's the honestly, law, but what like, if you don't do I'm it? I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you. I thought about that because I was like, I'm up here. There's nobody around. Like the thought crossed my mind, you know. And I was like, however, like again, I have cell phone service. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I could see some houses. You just chose yeah, to I do just, the right thing. I just shot. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I shot three rounds. Like somebody, somebody knows that's not normal, right? And I was like. I don't want to, I, I, I definitely don't want that, uh, associated with my name. Right. right. Um, so I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this even though like the probability of them finding out that it was me or, you know, like yeah. I just didn't want it. Like, I'm not even going to risk that, um, do the right thing. Yeah. I 100% would like have done the right thing too but just thinking about it you're like there's a one percent chance you drew this tag you finally get a tag after this many years and you're on this hunt and you only yeah. have so many days and then this happens like yeah i imagine more often than not people are just like whatever i'm yeah. gonna not deal with that yeah thing. and yeah. Like, i'm sure it happens but yeah if you're if you're in the more remote areas absolutely yeah because yeah. again alaska is so big um there's only so many game wardens for the state all this stuff um so i'm 
absolutely it happens somewhere, but I was like, yeah, I don't, I'm not even going to risk that. Um, but yeah, you can either get like your license suspended, you'll pay a fine. Um, they potentially could even like take your gun or your bow, whatever, whatever you use to kill that animal. Um, in certain cases of poaching where people go out actively to kill animals, um, the game wardens can take like the truck that you used or the vehicle oh, you used shit. to get to the location to kill that animal. They can take, like if you used a boat, they could take your truck and your boat and the trailer. And if you oh take it goodness. to your house, it's like, well, you stored it here. Let's take it. Yeah. 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 But <laughs> I mean, but like all the legal fees and everything, like, yeah, you'll probably have to like put your house like get a put a, take a mortgage out on your house to pay all this Shit. like yeah like that's like nuts. that stuff's not worth it so um yeah your story is fucking wild man like when yeah. when you were telling me about it so to be calm enough to actually shoot a few ac- accurate shots is impressive oh uh, yeah uh, I, let me tell you the fun part about it just blacked out man <laughs> <laughs> now I, well that means good training no, man oh, which yeah right um i don't i hardly go to the range which i'm like i i want to but like with kids and stuff and yeah like, i'm just like man but I yeah feel guilty I mean, some if people I go do freeze. stuff like that yeah. but yeah the situation sucked and it's yeah. fucked up like uh, all around besides like you still being alive it was kind of like a, a loss or a waste uh the bear that you had to kill man yeah fucking, you don't get the fur or, or the bones the meat went to waste yeah the cubs probably died did you keep the bullet nope nope no nope. all right <laughs> left it on the rock up there yeah uh. yeah and then you still <laughs> you still went through and, and made a video and Greg, this is not for like instagram or anything like that oh no yeah yeah it's like you I had the presence of mind anywhere yeah you had the presence of mind to like hey i gotta record this shit to like cover my ass yeah just so yeah i mean and it was just like because I, like I don't know. It's one of those things, like, if you start thinking about it, too, like, when you're hiking for a full day going back, I think it took, like, a day and a half, actually, to get back to the, the trailhead. But, like, you, you're you just playing that over 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 in your head, and you're like, well, did I do this? Or, like, oh, yeah, I, I did this, or I did this. And then it's yeah. like, okay, well, what part is your brain actually – making that a reality versus like oh no i'm just imagining right so i was like that's why i did it because i know like either i'm going to miss details or stuff like that so i was just like i gotta make a video so i don't forget oh and going back uh the stats right so i saw the bear i arranged it after all this happened i saw the bear at 55 yards um at like my one o'clock two o'clock somewhere over there two o'clock um the perch, the little perch she stopped up on for like that split second was 18 yards. And then where she laid at the final resting spot was eight yards. And then again, going back, she probably ran less than five, but like as she ran past. So, but that was what I was like, I I wanted all this stuff so I could like talk to the biologist and be like, this is where I was at. I sent them like my exact location, GPS, all that stuff. Um, yeah, because I, I, I had nothing to hide, right? Like, this was, I did not want to do that. Um, I don't know. Like, I just don't want, like, sometimes people get that, like, oh, you, you killed something yeah. just because you wanted to kill it. And it was like, absolutely not. Like, um, one, I didn't have bear spray because that would have been another added weight. 
Secondly, again, going back, the wind was blowing like directly at me from her. Yeah. So even if I had bear spray, if I would have tried to spray her with it, I would have screwed myself. Like to got like, I don't know if I, like if I would have sprayed myself, would I have been able to like defend myself if she would have actually attacked me? Right. You, like you can't defend yourself against a bear. Yeah. But even like, oh, I'm going to poke you in the eyes. Right. <laughs> like something like that. I'm going to grab your tongue or, you know, like, yeah. um, but in all honesty, like, if it came down to it, are you really going to use bear spray if a bear's that fucking close and you have a pistol? Uh, I, I'm, I, I'm saying I, I wouldn't. I, like yeah, my first I reaction, mean, I would imagine, would be to like go for my gun and start shooting. Yeah, I, that's a tricky one. So like going back, if like the wind would have been good conditions, um, I probably yeah. If I had the bear spray on me, I I would have tried to use that first however what were you gonna do just spray it and run yeah i mean (laughs) you're on a a ridge line like um there was legit like i know this podcast is uh already going kind of long but um there was a biologist i forgot if it was in montana or something um anyways this dude got attacked by a bear sprayed it with the spray got away the bear ran one way he started going back to his truck because he was all jacked up got like i don't know a quarter mile away bear attacked him again it was the exact same one even after he sprayed it it like the bear ran off and then like made a loop and so like and like the dude was jacked up so he was like his he couldn't hear very well all this stuff but yeah so like yeah, going back, like, if I sprayed her, I would have had to have, like, gotten out of there. Yeah. And it's like, all right, I got this heavy pack. Like, how fast can I run? Like, in all this, like, rocky terrain. I so it's don't. like... Like, I sometimes I'm even skeptical of, like, a, a pistol will do the trick. Like, you're still going to get fucked up. Yeah. There are plenty of stories where bears have been shot fucking oh, absolutely. seven, eight times. Yep. And it's still fucked up the person that was shooting. Absolutely, like, yeah. yeah. So, so it, I, yeah, I, and that's what it's like, man. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Like I would like to say, yeah, I would have tried to use bear spray to not have to shoot the bear. Uh, but at the same time, like, it, I, honestly, I don't know. Well, I'm just, the simple fact that you were able to, uh, like react the way that you did is, I, I don't think there's very I, many people that can do that. So I, honestly, I, I think the big thing is, um, it was out in the open, so there was enough time. Like if we were down in the creek bottom and we were in like thick cover and brush and stuff, I probably wouldn't have had the same like reaction time. Because I, w- I was like, you know, I, like I had time to get my gun out. And, you like, said hey bear two times. Yeah, two yeah. to three times. So, um, so you had time. Uh, but yeah, so like if it was like down in the creek and then the also like close to a creek, the noise from like the water rushing and uh, like in that situation, yeah, it might have been totally different. Um, but yeah, I think just like being able to see her before she saw me was like a big advantage. Yeah. Um, and again, I, to this day, I wish she just would have kept walking, man. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Yeah, no. Totally so if you wouldn't have me. called out to her to get her attention, would she have like walked <gasps> up on you? I don't know. Or would she have went the other way? I don't know. No. <laughs> I, yeah. She, well, well, she would have gotten closer. Yeah, that's the she thing. The bear me. would have been hanging around the entire time. Yeah. If you didn't call out yeah. and try to shoo her away, pretty much. Yeah. 
And like I've seen it before where like they're walking towards a person, like videos and stuff, and then all of a sudden if the wind's at a certain angle and they're walking close and all of a sudden they catch that scent and they're like they'll stand up to like try to look around to see what's going on. Um and then like they're like, Nah, this ain't good and they'll like usually leave. Um the only thing is like she would have she would have had to walk past me to get like in my scent. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know if she would have gotten even like she would have gotten closer. Um, so she probably would have gotten close to like 30 yards and then she might've seen me. Like I could have tried to hold still maybe. Um, but that's oh, another, no, I would have had your same reaction. Yeah. yeah. But that, like that could have I been think another you did deal. The correct thing. Oh. And people could, Oh uh, yeah. Fucking absolutely. Monday morning quarterback this yeah. shit all day long. But like, you weren't in that position, so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm, and that's what I was thinking. I was like, yeah, like, I'm going home to see my wife and my boys. Like, yeah. it sucks that those two cubs probably aren't going to make it through the winter, but yeah. honestly, I, like, yeah. Yeah. Dang, I got nuts. to come home, so. <laughs> you crazy bastard. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then I went, so after all that, I went home, I uh, went to my buddy's house, kind of relaxed for like a day, and then I was like, you know, there's still like a day left in the season. Uh, I'm going to go out again. Um, and I was like, this time I'll have less food. So like I only packed like two days of food and I went out, I went out to like this other area. I saw a bunch of sheep. Um, unfortunately they were like right on the side where you couldn't hunt them. But oh, I was like, fuck. Uh, so if I draw this tag again, I know where I'm going first off. So it doesn't carry over into the nah, next year. Nah, that yeah. sucks. Yeah, I didn't draw a tag this year for Alaska, so that was probably a good thing. But Are you uh, a resident of Alaska? I am. Yeah. 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 You're no longer a Texan. I know. Dude, it, let me tell you, it took me, it took me like two and a half years to make that decision if I was like, the big thing, you want to know the big thing? The money? No. <laughs> not even. Like the P, Do you guys get that the, thing? The PFD. Yeah. No, PD. I don't know. Personal. PDF is a document. Yeah. I think it's the <laughs> PFD. That's where I always get it mixed up. But, um, so we bought a house up in Alaska. I had every intention of staying up there. I wanted to Ipcot up there. I wanted to stay up there for another three years, um, in place, continuous overseas tour, um, which the air force has that program for, um, to save money. Uh, the big thing that I changed my residence for was because my Texas driver's license expired <laughs> and I was trying to get it renewed. And they said, Oh no, you got to come in for that. We got it. We need a new photo. And I was like, lady, I live in Alaska. <laughs> I'm not coming down to Texas just to get a damn driver's license. Yeah. And she's like, well, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, that's it. Uh, um, but then I was like, later I found out I could have just got like an official passport photo and yeah. sent it to him. And I was like, oh. it would have been great. She said, well, you shouldn't have left Texas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was another deal. I bought a truck up there cause like I had a single cab and we were going to have kids. And then my wife was like, you got to get a different truck. And I was like, play a room in the back <laughs> I was like, look at the, I was like, look at the front seat. There are anchors that, to plug the, the car seat in. Um, but no, anyways, she was like, uh, I bought the truck and I was like, I called down to Texas to be like, how do I register my truck in Texas? And they were like, well, you're going to have to pay. I forgot. It was like, you got to pay a, a registration tax if it's like 
the first time being registered in the state. And I was like, how much is that? And she's like, 6% on whatever you bought it at. And I was like, what? I was like, that's a couple thousand dollars. That doesn't sound right. Everybody pays that, but it's normally wrapped in to oh, your into loan. Yeah. into your loan. So people don't see They're like, do you want your tax title and license included? Right, and you're yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when you look at it, when you file taxes, they'll be like, bring in that long sheet. And like, you paid $8,000 on this car or whatever. That. Yeah, I didn't either. And I was like, what? I'm not paying y'all a couple thousand. <laughs> I don't even drive it in y'all state. Like, so I was like, screw that. I'm regist- registering it in Alaska. And yeah. So it's still, it's still registered up there. I still got my license up there. I don't know. Like, I kind of want to go back up there after this assignment, but we'll see. Do but, it, man. Did you sell your house or are you yeah. just renting it? No, you sold it. Yeah, we sold it. Um, Cause we're going to, if we go back up there, we're getting a, a place out in either Wasilla or Palmer. We were in Eagle River, which is like super close. It's still technically part of Anchorage, but um, yeah, you can get like a, a newer house with like an acre of land for less than you can get a house in Eagle River. But we had a nice house up there. It was like on 0.8 acres tucked away in the trees and we had moose. Um, there was a mama moose who would give birth to twins every year in our like little, we had an open open area between us and our neighbor um and yeah we'd see them out there like that's all crazy because the they're more they're more dangerous than yeah. than bears yeah moose stepped on my dog's head one time <laughs> oh shit. so i would like we'd let our dogs out to go pee in the morning and uh it'd be dark i just let them out and all of a sudden like if they start barking i was like oh there's something out there so i'd like go out there and grab them well, this one time I let him out, and all of a sudden, he was out there for a bit, and all of a sudden, oh, oh, like barking, and I was like, damn it. So I go out there, and when I went out there, he he ran around the corner of the house, and I was like, oh, cool, he's coming back in. Well, when he saw me, he was like, oh, reinforcements, let's go. <laughs> and he turned back around. I was like, Bo, get over here. And I went to go grab him, and when I looked up, because I was like trying to get him, there was this moose just like right there and like coming at him. And I was like, you're oh on your own, God. dude. <laughs> and I ran back in uh, onto the porch, on the back porch, the deck. Um, and as soon as I turned around, I heard, oh. <laughs> and he came around that corner with his tail tucked between his legs and he got up on the deck. And uh, I was like, damn it, Bo, get inside, you know, like waking up the neighbors. Um, <laughs> well, when he got inside, I turned the light on and he had like this cut on his head from her hoof. Oh shit! But yeah, and that's where he was like, <laughs> <laughs> um, "See, yeah. you're not you're not selling Alaska on me, man." Oh man, most of the houses. So we didn't have a backyard fence, which that was like one. I was like, I don't want to put a fence up. Like, I want to see nature, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, most of the houses there got fences and stuff. So yeah, we'd have to. Our dogs would be gone. Yeah. They don't like just go use the restroom and come back. Yeah. They're like. Let's see the well, that's, I had one of those electric fences where like you bury the wire yeah. and then it would like beep if they got close. Um, and so my, like the dogs would just like go out there. If it would start beeping, they'd kind of like walk <laughs> back a little bit until it stopped and they would just go like play and stuff. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I loved it. it was good. Yeah. I'm all for it. I want to go. I really like my goal. I want to go see the Northern lights. Yeah. Um, and I would like I'd be down to do like an Alaskan cruise or something, but he's like Adam. He doesn't like cold, so. Dude, I'm telling you, go during the summer. So it, 
I will say, even though it's like in the 70s, 70s, high 70s during the summer, it's it's different. Like when we first got there, it was in the 60s, 70s, and I was like freezing. It yeah. was just a different type of like, I don't know if it was the moisture, because it was like, it rains a lot towards the tail end of summer. Um, but yeah, it was just different. But then like during the winters, even though it's like single digits, it's like, meh. It's not that bad. <laughs> and then just acclimate the wrong. weird part is once uh once it once it starts getting closer to spring and it's breakup season, like all the snow and ice start breaking up. Um and it's like right around that thirty degrees mark. You could be outside in like shorts and a t shirt. Yeah. And you're like, This is nice. The sun's shining. I like the weirdest thing. You would be standing on like four inches of ice and you're like the sun feels great. <laughs> well, I can see that because when we had that big ass snowstorm here, yeah, there was a day or two in there somewhere where you could walk out and you could take the trash out yeah. in shorts and t-shirt and you'd be yeah. okay. You can't stay out there all day, right. obviously, yeah. but it it wasn't bad. Yeah. So, but yeah, I don't know. Good, I, I highly recommend it, man. Just go for a trip. I'd have to take the trip a first. Short, yeah, a short trip, a week. Yeah, dude, it, it's It's beautiful up there. It is, like, awesome. So that's what I hear. I mean, that's, like, I've heard all the good shit. It's beautiful. It's nice up there. But but then he hears bear attacks and moose. Yeah, it's the it's the animals and then meese. The, all the <laughs> all the meese, <laughs> the hours of darkness. It's, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'd, I'd have to experience it for. Look right now, man. It's dark outside. <laughs> when that, it's supposed to be dark. Is you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But shit, man. Oh, man. I think we can wrap it up there. Yeah, man. Sorry to ramble. No, no, it was no, awesome, good. man. That was, it was a wild story. I'm, I'm glad everybody's gonna be able to hear it, and yeah. uh, just <laughs> the way you tell it is awesome, and it's it's fucking insane. Oh, but uh, dude, if you're if you're down, you come back on the podcast. Yeah, we'll we, talk about some real stuff, man. dude. We could talk about your money magic. Oh man. <laughs> so. He's supposed to do like a... Uh, man, you can't talk about that. I'm a federal employee. You can't talk about how I make extra income. Well, no, 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 oh. no not the illegal stuff. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the side hustle. We can get my uh, my neighbor on. His name is uh, John. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, no. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, it'd be awesome. Yeah, we can just bullshit some more. We'll we'll talk some more hunting. Yeah, maybe after I go on a hunting trip for the first time. Yeah, it's turkey season right now, man. That yeah, I heard a bunch of people talking about I wanna, it. Yeah, I took my son out the other day. I know, uh, starting another story. I took my son <laughs> yeah. out to like some of the public land out here. Yeah, um, just to like look around, and we found a, a shed antler. So I think we were talking. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I didn't know that happened. Yeah, the until deer. Sears was talking about yeah, it. Yeah, they He's drop like, deer, elk. Um, what else? But yeah, anything with the antler drops its antler. Horns are a permanent thing unless they, they break them off. They just fall out. Did you know that? Like like teeth, Antlers? like baby teeth. You know, baby teeth. Well, just, just like their little what is it called? Like the little nub things. No, mm-hmm. every year their entire antlers. Whether just it's fall. like a deer or an elk, yeah. like the caribou are the same way. Moose are the same way because they're all part of like the Teeth. ungulate family. Oh, so I want moose antlers. That'd be cool. We'll walk around in Alaska. Yeah. You I'll let you find borrow some. it. <laughs> you can hang it up here. They're just hanging out in my garage. I got okay. a bunch of caribou antlers too. Can I so. lease it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, we just hit. We're about to hit two hours. Yeah. Joe uh, Rogan experience. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Jamie, well, look that up. <laughs>
So I should have been, Jamie, look up <laughs> she Pluto She did Bay. that for a show. She's like, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one time it was too much. Yeah. Yeah. He, he might have a little bit more followers than me, but it's okay. <laughs> a little bit. At this time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah after yours, uh, oh, I'll pass them. No, but hey, for real, it was awesome having you on the yeah, show, man. man. Coming I appreciate over, the chance. Yeah. 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 You'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> they always come back. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, you got any parting words? Stay safe out there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Hey, thanks, everybody, for listening. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, scroll down to the bottom. Give us a five-star review. Just hit that five-star, fifth star. And uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to keep this shit growing, babes. Peace out, Cub Scouts. Peace out, Cub Scouts. We'll see you all next time. Later. 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 All right. Later. Later.